Hey, welcome to my podcast. My name's Stephen Nosek. I'm going to be the host for you for the next 10 to 15 minutes as we launch our very first episode of The Rising Phoenix. Now, why is it The Rising Phoenix? Can it be something else? Well, let me tell you. I got this name from someone many, many years ago. And what it means, as most of you know, a phoenix is that mythological creature. It's kind of bird-like, almost dragon-like. Typically, they're the colors of red and yellow. And what happens is, as this phoenix starts to grow, it starts to actually combust and catch on fire. And from that, it will actually burn all of its body down into fine ashes. And then, after a little bit of time, this bird, this phoenix, will start to grow from the ashes, starting off very small, getting much bigger and bigger until it's ready to fly again. And this is a metaphor for going through and changing your behaviors and your beliefs and your values and shedding all those negative things in your life that have been holding you back. And that's why this rising phoenix is perfect analogy for what this podcast is going to be. You see, we're going to talk about personal development, different life challenges and struggles that you and maybe the people you know are going through or have been through before. We're going to bring on experts in various fields that are going to be able to talk with us and get their perspective of different strategies and techniques that they use to overcome whatever challenges and adversities that are in front of them. Additionally, we're going to be hearing a lot of different stories from very successful authors and podcasters. And we're also going to bring on newcomers that are just starting out on their journeys. Maybe they have businesses that they're starting. Maybe they have recent challenges or events that have occurred in their life that they're now going over through in their head. And they're looking at the next way out and above to get past these negative events in their life. So stay tuned. We're going to dig into a lot of those things in the coming episodes. And I think you're really going to enjoy it. If at any time you have any questions or would like more information, please send me a note. Pass the podcast around. Get other people to review it and check into it. And I and we will be putting more of your comments into the podcast. So let's go ahead and get started. Our first topic of the day is time. To me, time's kind of an illusion, right? It's something that we look on our phone, it counts down, we have stopwatches, alarms, we have meetings to go to, it could be on our wristwatch, uh, it could be on the microwave at home. But we're always doing things that are time-bound. Now, if we think about it, there's 60 minutes in an hour. There's 24 hours in a day. And what does that mean? Well, to capture time, a long, long time ago, people that inhabit this earth really started tracking time based on the cycles of when the sun comes up and down. And you see, we go around the sun roughly around 24 hours in a day. And that's how time came about. Is It was really based on when we have light on the planet and when we don't. And this may vary based on where you're standing geographically, 
northern, southern hemisphere, eastern, western, etc. So with that in mind, let's fast forward to time and how we use it. A lot of us in 2019 are all pressured with time. We're always in a hurry. We think we have to get to, from X to Y in a certain amount of time. And if we think through that that time is slipping away, what happens? We tend to rush and we tend to forget to do stuff. So if I look at my to-do list for today, I have a ton of things on there. And my old self, I'd go down and I'd write a list in the morning and I'd start attacking the most easiest things first. And as you all know, I think I have 24 hours in a day to get something accomplished. And that, my friends, is where the illusion really starts. Technically, you do have 24 hours a day if you're looking at your clock. In reality, though, if you're like me and you sleep anywhere from four to five hours or six to seven, maybe even eight hours a day, you don't have 24 hours to get something done. You more or less have anywhere from uh, 18 to 14 hours a day, or I'm sorry, 14, 16 hours a day. Can't do math. It's late at night uh, to get anything done. So about a a third to a fourth of your day is actually spent sleeping. So as we've gone through thinking we have a full day to get something done, we're miscalculating how much time it actually takes to get something done. And we do that by filling in time by distractions. So cell phones and social media are a perfect example. I must spend about two hours a day, maybe three hours a day if I check my social media tracker on my phone. Just on social media, that could be posting, recording podcasts like this one, checking out different pictures and videos that are being posted on various mediums, participating in group forums and blogs, etc., where I'm sharing my opinion on what I think I could contribute to the conversation. And that's all good and stuff. But the reality is, is as I'm going through my day and I'm basing everything on a 24-hour time frame, I keep thinking I have more time than I really do. And the reality is, is I have less time to get stuff done that I want to get done. And the only way to accomplish those things is that I start to bend time or manipulate time. You're probably asking, wow, that's one crazy-ass skill that you have that you could bend and manipulate time. Where did you learn that? Well, folks, I found that on YouTube and Pinterest. No, I'm just kidding. This is a different concept. It could be out there. I haven't looked, to be honest with you. But if you think about it, what you could do is you could start breaking your day up into four different segments, each six hours long. So your day will start, for example, at 6 a.m. and go to noon. That's your segment one. You have segment two, which is noon to 6, 6 to 12, and then 12 to 6. So you have four six-hour blocks of time within a day. Recently, I was listening to Ed Milet. He described this very concept, and he called them three mini-days. And the reason why there are three mini days is because he's going to start in that first, second, and third block throughout the day. And that fourth one is reserved for sleep, right? So four to six hours a day, he's going to sleep. 
I'm going to do the same thing. Well, I'll tell you what. I attempted to transition from a 24-hour clock to three six-hour mini days about a month ago. I royally failed. It is very tough to change the way that you think about time in a short amount of period and just go for it. So over the next 30 days, I am going to attempt to operate on the six-hour, three-mini-day mindset. And let me tell you how it works. So what you're going to want to do is get out a piece of paper or substitute a keyboard and some notepad as well and really start plotting out what are the key things that you need to get done in a six-hour period and start putting time limits and blocks on time where you could really have laser sharp focus to get those things done. So for example, when I wake up tomorrow at 6 a.m., I'm going to drive myself to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to get everything done in the hour to hour and 25 minutes that I have, including showering and get ready for work. And then I'm going to get my breakfast in me. I'm going to get to work at about eight o'clock. And now I have four hours left in that day. You know what I'm going to do first? I am going to attack ferociously the most important and the toughest item on my list during that mini day or that first segment of my 24-hour day, right? I got to shift my mindset. So that's going to take me about two, two and a half hours. And during that time, I'm going to block out all distractions. I'm not going to have my phone sitting there. I'm not going to be checking uh, social media. I'm not going to be writing emails. And I'll tell you why. I need to really situate all of my energy towards achieving that one goal that's the hardest goal there within the first six hours of the day. That's when your mind's at its peak capacity to learn and execute on what you need to have happen to go ahead and squash that goal. Now, what will happen is, is when I get to that six-hour mark, I need to start by setting an alarm on my phone that's going to ring that's going to say, Stephen, you're now just completed your first mini day. Remember, six hours, that's day one. What's going to happen next is now I'm going to go ahead and transition into day two. That's between 12 p.m. or 12 noon to 6 p.m. This is where I'm going to pick up my phone. I'm going to make outbound phone calls. I'm going to return voicemails. I'm going to jump on social media for 30 minutes so I could put a posting out there on one or two of the forums. I'm also going to go into another section called Haro where I'm going to go ahead and put two or three responses out there so I could really start putting my press kit together and get recognized within social media in different publications. And so those are things that I'll be working on every single day. Additionally, I will hold phone calls and meetings with those people around me. You see, most people work very efficiently in the morning. And as the day moves on, let's say that two o'clock to six o'clock time period, most people start getting distracted. Not me. I'm going to keep charging ahead. I'm going to get them on the phone. We're going to talk. We're going to get to some decisions and execute on those. And then when I get to that 6 p.m., I'm going to start transitioning into my third day or my third mini day, which will run from 6 p.m. to midnight. 
This involves my commute home where I'm going to make additional phone calls. When I get home, I'm going to block out two of the hours where I'm just spending time with my kids and family. I need to put in that effort. They're on the schedule every day. That way, I know that I could allocate that time to them. In doing so, I may actually keep my phone in the car or under um, some clothing or pillow or put it in the drawer in the house because that's my time with them. And if I'm not putting in that time, I'm going to get distracted. When I'm done with that, it will be closer to 10 p.m. I got two hours left. You know what I'm going to do during the last hours of the day? I'm going to start packing my days or my bags for the gym the next day, the clothes for work. I'm going to arrange any of the snacks and lunches that I have to put together. I'm going to make sure I make a list. If I have to pick up anything the following day, I need to start having those things ready. So when I wake up the next day and I start my three mini day series, I'm going to be good to go and I'm going to have the momentum to keep charging forward. Lastly, before I go to bed, I'm going to finish by reflecting on how well my day went. What worked? What didn't work? Where do I need to make adjustments? That way, on day two of my 24-hour day, I'm going to start the same thing again at 6 a.m. where I'm just going to start hitting the pavement on those hardest items that I have. Now, what I will be doing as I continue to go day after day within this new mindset I'm going to be dialing down every few hours to reflect on, am I going in the direction that I need to go on this task? Let's say task A, I'm washing the car. Did I clean it thoroughly or did I just rinse it off? Did I really get what I was putting into the effort? Am I going to see some sort of ROI? Did I say I was going to make 10 phone calls, but I only made eight? Well, some of those may carry over to the next day. The whole goal is, is that you're going to focus to get everything you can done maxed out within those six-hour time frames and have as least amount of things that are carrying over into the next day. And the reason why is you have to work diligently and fast. And over time, you're going to be able to see you could accomplish much more in those short bursts thinking you're on a six-hour day instead of if I had 24 magic hours to get something done. As you all know, you probably have the same thing that I've been going through. When I know I have that much time, I am going to fill a majority of the time with things that are unimportant, that are non-urgent, and those urgent things now go from day one to day two to day three to pretty soon they're now unimportant things that are coming back to bite me in the ass months later that I should have taken care of up front. So through this exercise, as I mentioned, it's going to help build my mental toughness to really execute on problems when they come up and find solutions. It doesn't matter if it's a major problem or a small problem. I need to approach them with the same veracity as I'm hitting a, a problem because in life, 85% of your problems are going to be all the small ones. And if you selectively choose which ones you're going to go after, you're never going to be able to be attacking those 15 or 20% 
that are those monster problems that we all know is going to take a lot of energy and a lot of investment and time to really go through and conquer those. So I challenge you, if you're up for this exciting journey over the next 30 days, we're going to transition to these three mini days. Remember, three six-hour components broken up systematically throughout the day where you are attacking with just awesome force all the different activities that you need to get done so your business, your life, your relationships all flourish. And mind you, this is going to be a challenge. It is not easy. Listening to Ed Milet, who's been doing this for 15 or 20 years, he has got it dialed down. I am trying to break down 20 to 30 plus years of bad habits. So it is going to be a challenge. You're going to hear me cuss. You're going to hear me cry. You're going to see the look of desperation on my, on my face as I am pounding through this new way of thinking to get to the other side and see what happens at 30 days. Now, I want to close there and just say thanks, everybody, for taking a listen to my podcast. This is the first go around. We are going to keep refining it and developing it and building in more content so we can get more followers. And a lot of you that are on here, I want to bring you on the show because you all have stories and maybe you're going down the path of trying to transition from 24-hour clocks to three, six-hour mini days. If that's you, I want to hear from you as you're transitioning, getting into that phase. Because it's something where I see I could have a huge amount of gain and productivity and build just this awesome momentum moving me ever so closely to these monster goals that I put out at the end of 2018. Well, guys and gals, we're going to close up shop for tonight. Got to get to bed. Already starting writing out my list for tomorrow so I could kick off my first mini day at 6 a.m. Thank you.